0: Good morning and welcome to the Preventing Grace podcast. It is 2023. We survived 2022 and 2021 and 2020. So it's the second day. It's the feast of the circumcision. Is that right?
1: Yeah. I always find it weird that Okay, now there's of course there's deep theological meaning to the circumcision of Jesus, but I just don't think he was too happy about the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean,
0: he really he wasn't unhappy.
1: I mean, I would. He was. He was forty days old, so I'm sure he was.
0: I thought he was eight days old.
1: No circumcision. Oh yeah, you're eight. I'm sorry. I was thinking of I was thinking of dedication. Um, but I'm sure he. Yeah, yeah. i I. I don't remember. But I'm sure I wasn't happy either when I was.
0: Well, it's not all about you, <laughs> and your feelings. Obviously, he wanted to do everything he was supposed to do. Oh
1: well, yes, but he. But I'm, it's. It
0: was like one of the things.
1: Okay, you're not. You're not understanding the point.
0: <laughs> I think it's going to be a great year. It's going to be a fantastic year. Well, we thought we would. In the spirit of generosity and Christian, what's the word I'm looking for? Cheerfulness. (laughs) Do a short recap of 2022 because we never really did that. Like what, what were your best and worst of 2022 going into the new year? And then, what are what are your resolutions? This is
1: strange because you're going right into content. We usually don't go do, right into content until after we do it with a witty banter for a while. Oh. So, I'm just.
0: Sorry. I mean,
1: that's fine. I don't have to, like, put a timestamp into it. our.
0: Our witty banter
1: <laughs> stops at our, our actual.
0: Well, we took a couple weeks off because we needed to do that again. It was Christmas. I don't want to, like, I don't want our listener to calculate our stats for 2023.
1: how many? Like how
0: many times we actually podcasted? Was it, you know? 50%? I think we took all the whole
1: summer off, and then we came back for.
0: And then every now and then we were like, "Oh, never mind, we're not going to do it today." Whereas yeah. before, heretofore, one of our things was our relentless podcasting and never missing. Just like my thing was blogging, no matter what. And then suddenly I was like, "Oh, never mind. I'm going to do something else instead. I'm going to do something else today." So, um. I don't know what the future may hold, but I mean, what do you, how do you, was it nice missing podcasting sometimes? I mean, no, I think,
1: it? I mean, yeah. I do the Stanford podcast, so I get, I was able to do podcasting when you didn't do it with me, but, but that's a different, that's a different thing. Those are the, those are kind of the boys hanging out and talking about theology and here and I, you, your podcast, your, our podcast is a different.
0: I'm glad you can see the differences between the two podcasts that's
1: well, right because the...
0: they are different
1: <laughs> well because the other one has two men
0: yeah
1: and then this one has you
0: yeah it's really <laughs> so that's, like that's really deep it's a big, that's a big difference and I,
1: can I know see, in I can fact the there
0: difference. is like no difference at all like uh what was the tweet you just saw until trans women's rights or women's rights No women should have any rights. Yeah, it was. So basically, until you recognize men as better women than women, then we can't we can't can't have have women's rights.
1: So someone, someone, someone. It was a it was a a poster, I guess it was. And so someone retweeted it and said, "Siri, show me patriarchy." Show me the patriarchy. (laughs) Huh?
0: That's really nice. Yeah, there's nothing at all weird or bad about saying that men can be women. That's that's just fine. Yeah. So, um, okay, well. I didn't miss but po- I didn't miss. I'm gonna, this is gonna astonish and hurt the feelings of our listener, but I did not miss missing podcasting. I said that strangely. It didn't, I wasn't sad when we skipped the podcast and just went on a walk those days.
1: Well, because we got to a point where we like, what are we gonna, we've talked about everything. What are we gonna talk about? Yeah. And I thought that was not, we, but there's always something to talk about because something's always happening. So we could always talk about something, but you didn't want I it.
0: don't know. If I, there's so many things I don't want to talk about.
1: And most of the time we don't know what we're going to talk about until we start the podcast.
0: Yeah. So,
1: it's just, maybe. It's just, uh, so you're panicking about not having substance or content and reality really, we don't have content anyway. So. We just get on and make it up as we go.
0: I guess at some point in the middle of the year, I thought, I don't want to be a content provider. I hate that idea of a person who provides content for other people to consume. Well, I just, I know that that's how it is, but I rebelled. I (laughs) rebelled in my spirit against that. And I just didn't want to provide content anymore for (laughs) the consumer. I mean, I got to get over it because if I want to write,
1: that's what that's If I what want to be doing. a writer,
0: then I have to also be a content provider. So
1: that's what a writer is.
0: I know, but I just think that's so terrible. Like it should never, those words should never have been joined together content and provider. Actually, the word provider is so you just want to write
1: in a, in a dark corner where no like one sees have, you. And then you publish and people just buy your books.
0: I'd like to have readers rather than consumers. I'd like to be a writer. Who has readers. Yeah, there's a relationship between the writer and the reader, for sure. As they say, for sure. But that's slightly different from being a content provider and a content consumer. That's that's soulless and miserable. That immiserates me. And I don't
1: immiserates. Like
0: yeah, that's the other is word right? I found. Yeah. Wow. He he was immiserated. That's great. Or something. I can't. Yeah, I love that word. I found a whole bunch of words for 2023. Immiserate, fatuous, and punk are my three words for 2023 that the Lord gave me.
1: But you knew fatuous a long time ago. Yeah, I just think they're like
0: particular. They're like for this moment. Mm. They've been given to me by divine revelation for just such a time as this. And so, I'm um, as an exos- exercise in gratitude, I'm going to continue to try to provide content when I feel like it. So,
1: well, that's not fair. We have to know we, we're, we're going to do, we're going to, our resolution this year is to do the podcast more regularly. And right?
0: was to add a fourth walk. And
1: I mean, the only reason the explaining people listen to us is we did it regularly. <laughs> it's like, Constant.
0: That's our only thing. Yeah.
1: Anyway, now this has gotten... We've done our witty banter, so let's... Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> All right. So what is your... What are your... What's your first... You are you go mean, back like, personal? Like,
1: like, like, the person... Like, like, the favorite things personally? Or do you mean, like, just things that happened in a cosmic sense in the world?
0: I mean, I think it should be a mixture of both. Like, your top...
1: Okay, because I have two different... Those are two different categories. Your me, top...
0: Okay, your your top personal growth growth <laughs> just kidding <laughs> and your top cause like good and bad and then the worst of the worst
1: for right for again for personal or for
0: i don't know can't it be both no
1: it can't be because like well, you, you have anymore.
0: to pick at least one of each or maybe two of each
1: that's not bad your no, top
0: that. worst uh, news story either we have to do one or the other oh but, really but yeah. So why can't we have both
1: because because i mean Okay, so like on the t- on the cosmic world scale, the overturning of Roe v. Wade is the best thing that's happened this year. But me personally, I mean, there's there's a little bit of difference because I mean, things happened in my personal life that were different than than that than that. Although that made a huge, I was, I was very happy personally about this. But that, but this was things that are made me happy personally don't necessarily have a world impact.
0: I think you're so you're so you know deeply invested in the world though that what happens to you is like good for humanity. So, That's weird. So shit can I'm just kidding. Well, okay. We'll do your. Uh, you just said your. I just, just said it.
1: Yeah. I mean, that that was. I mean, I didn't think I was going to live to see that. I thought we. I thought we were going to. I. I thought we were going to. I thought even with the appointments to the Supreme Court that were conservative, it would still be, they would they would do what they always do, and it would be like Lucy with the football, and you would think, oh, we finally got a Supreme Court stacked. With conservative judges, we're going to overturn Roe v. Wade, and then you know Charlie Brown would run up to the floor and fly into the air, and it, it wouldn't happen. But it happened; it, it, it was overturned, and that means that's so wonderful. Um, and I know there's yes, everybody. Like the day Roe v. Wade was overturned, and people were celebrating. <laughs> well, there's still abortion. I, we know we know that. <laughs> there's still a lot of work to do. I know there's a lot of work to do. Yeah. <laughs> We, yeah, we, we understand maybe, that, yeah. but the, but the reality is now we can, uh, before there was a lot of work to do. And even if you did the work because this law was in place, there would be no chance of actually having legalized abortion in States done away with because this federal this um, Supreme court rule pre- prevented that. But see, now the Supreme court rule is gone so we can do the work, and actually have hope for the work to to be to be fruitful one day. In that, I I and I, I fully expect that to be long, 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 yeah, hard battle.
0: Many, many more generations,
1: right? But it, it can be done, and it's it's just the fact that this this was overturned mean meant I think eleven, twelve, I forget how many states banned abortion all, uh, outright, which is. Which you you have thousands of babies being
0: yeah i've seen stats that like it immediately did start saving lives
1: Mm -hmm. so so we got you know that's just that is i remember thinking well maybe god isn't going to destroy us yet maybe 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 god will have mercy on this nation um just for a few more Years, a few more decades, but then of course all the trans stuff comes out and the grooming of children. So maybe not, but at least, at least the murder of children has been has been pushed back against a little. Um, the discouraging thing is that, that that's probably why the Republicans didn't take the House and the Senate, or they, they took the Senate Wait.
0: barely, barely. If They did I right. But that's
1: probably why the discouraging thing is this probably re- the reason there wasn't what they call the red wave is because. Is because of Roe v. Wade being overturned, and and the American people so loving the murder of the babies that they they couldn't they 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 voted instead for outrageous gas prices and inflation. I mean, they, you can't afford to buy groceries anymore, but that's that's okay as long as we can hold that for most people, that's okay. We just need to get the baby murder back in place. So maybe God's not holding back his hand. Maybe this is maybe this is just a. Their overturning of Roe v. Wade was just something to expose the wicked black heart of America.
0: I to, thought that uh, was um, the election of Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I thought that. I really, again, I always say it every time. Trump was, and now Biden as well, or or the the icon, the federal, federally derived icon of the American soul. Like, if you're looking for what the average American is spiritually you need look no further than our elected leaders
1: that's true but i mean again uh, uh, as much as donald trump is is not a uh, ideal president he's the only one who did the thing with (laughs) yeah
0: okay but on a that's true i think it was a there was a lot to be grateful for um stupidly he he he's flailing and put out some statement about how awful all the pro-lifers are and how
1: well he's yeah and, yeah so, so he's, he's, he's actually lost any chance for me to vote it for him ever he's again he's losing with his, his way he put out he put out a statement saying that um republicans should have pushed for exceptions like so Our the messaging around the election time should have been oh we're, we're glad roe v wade was roe v wade was overturned but we would like to have exceptions from others in the case of rape or um or incest which, which, now I know that sounds good if you don't, uh, for people, but the reality is we're talking about three people. We're talking about the, the rapist, the woman, and the baby. And unless you, I you mean, know, in a regular rape case, when a woman doesn't get pregnant, you wouldn't wanna go and kill an innocent child <laughs> to punish the rapist. <laughs> Could, Why don't you is, punish the rapist? Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean,
0: here's the thing for 2023: let's
1: stiffer penalties for rapists. Yeah. I mean, like, seriously, I mean, life incarceration or or death. I mean, the No, I just the think there's, like, there's a way I mean.
0: to, to sort of. They do this to children now. They should. If you rape a child or a woman or anyone, you should have to have gender assignment <laughs> surgery immediately. What? <laughs>
1: like,. Oh, In other oh, words, <laughs> oh, <a> genital media <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, the Bible wouldn't even be that cruel. The Bible would just kill them outright. You, 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 execution. The be ex- immediate execution once found guilty of of rape, which is the right. You
0: can't have that. That's because biblical we, social justice. Um, we have to, we have to trans the kids. So <laughs> that's just one of the things. It, it
1: does seem weirdly like the United States is like bent on. How can we? How can we molest and pervert and then murder babies and kids? I mean, if we if we can't murder them, let's find out how to make them gay, or 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 trans trans. Let's you know arrest their puberty, and it's such a. I guess it's not weird. It's okay.
0: Yeah, it's not weird at all. It goes like, back to
1: rise and triumph of the modern self <laughs> and the revolutionary impulse behind. It, getting d- 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 breaking children away from the influence of their parents and making them, or making their parents also indoctrinated into this weird way of thinking about sex because it's all connected to the revolution
0: yeah the total the total state is the other way of talking about it so well that was a that was a very exciting time it co that the fall of roe v wade coincided with the my personal most interesting day in 2023 was the day that we went to cordoba in spain and we were on the platform to go back to Seville when the news yeah. came across, but Cordoba was so beautiful. The, the mosque cathedral in Cordoba. And I feel like you didn't really appreciate it because you were sick that day.
1: Um, no, I was, I was okay that day. Oh, you were okay. Yeah. It I was just Rowan,
0: Rowan was the yeah. one that was, had a bad earache and I found that church so moving and so, Amazing, the way that the architecture played back and forth between Islam and Christianity.
1: I mean, I loved it, too. The, 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 just the mosque built right, or the, me, the church built right.
0: Boom. Inside the mosque. Like, they didn't get rid of like, the mosque. No, they, they just, just said,
1: And they weren't trying to, like, say, oh, we're all the same. They were saying "Oh, yeah, like Christianity conquers. Yeah. Defeats Islam.
0: It's better. Here's this church. Here's, we're better. <laughs> we're better than you. Right. right. This is but they weren't saying like these art this isn't
1: beautiful art. Yeah, they kept the architecture.
0: The art the the architecture of the mosque was really beautiful. Uh, but it, it led you through to the sort of center of the church where it just soars up and the light fills it mm-hmm. comes in and uh it was really astonishing and i just felt kind of undone walking around it i wish i could have spent a couple of weeks going back and back to that church looking at all the side chapels we only had like less than a day yeah um so that was really interesting and i think i did keep thinking about our own church being turned into a
1: mosque
0: mm-hmm. and many people pointed out and I think and not many a few people if you go look up pictures of the church that we had, which is now a mosque, um, you'll see that clearing out all of the Christian furniture and putting in rugs was aesthetically a sort of a nice thing to do like it it looks interesting as a mosque, which is a little bit heartbreaking. the the nave itself is, you know, we had cluttered it up with years of, well, not us personally, but but downstairs, they turned the nursery into their funeral preparation room, right? and then they split the tiny parish hall down the middle so the men and the women could be separate. And so how you live in somebody else's building is an interesting question. And of course, you have to make accommodations. For yourself with from the choices that other people made before you but the theology of that is an interesting question to me anyway I loved I I found it healing as some people might say to wander around Cordoba and see what Christians used to say architecturally about their god <laughs> and
1: now Christians apparently say he's really ugly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but
1: then they said he was beautiful.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> they used to say that he was beautiful, and now American Christians say that God is a box.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and not a box a of chocolate, but a, like a dark, a, dark a light box, light
1: show, and a fog machine.
0: A fog machine, and I, I find that really tragic. Um, but I let yeah, it was so it was so wonderful to look to be able to go to that church in person so that was my personal awesome one the for my all-time thing I mean I did really I was excited about Roe v. Wade but the day that Elon Musk bought Twitter I think I was standing in the parking lot of Old Navy (laughs) I think
1: the, that's the, where they, I was when Elon uh, when yeah. Elon
0: Musk bought Twitter.
1: Okay, I texted then, you the uh, I texted you the thing. Uh, Did I, I, should, I sent you? I sent you the the news about it. Because uh, we thought it wasn't going to happen for a while. Because like, right. there The rumors about it going to happen, didn't? But then it didn't happen. Yeah. And then it didn't happen.
0: So that was pretty exciting, and I've enjoyed Elon or Ellen yeah. as Twitter is
1: much better now than it was.
0: Yeah, it's more interesting. And I like how he trolls people. I like that he says thank you for the eight dollars.
1: Right, but all the time you can now when I mean, people like,
0: complain about him.
1: But you, if you mis- misgender someone, if you like say okay, no, that's actually a man, just as someone, um, you, you don't, don't get automatically yeah, get canceled. Yeah, so it's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, people try to cancel you, but they don't.
0: They don't automatically. It's not an automatic.
1: It's not. A, it's not an official thing anymore. So you can, yeah, so you can speak.
0: Sort of, yeah. I do. I do think it's, yeah, that was pretty amazing. And Twitter being a place, I think that's the other thing that's hard for me about modern life is that Twitter is the place where, as they say, the conversations happen. So even though it is a small thing and not necessarily at all representative of the ordinary person, because it's where influencers and content producers talk, it's that's Having why one you, side you prescribed have, is horrible. Right. Yeah, one yeah. side. But also, that's why you have uh, lots and lots of, quote, news stories. Other platforms go to Twitter, cut the tweets out, and mm-hmm. write whole articles, quote articles. I don't think they should count as articles based on what people are saying on Twitter. So it's like a reporting of yeah. the – it's a, it's an, a strange way that news is developing and – I wouldn't say that I like it, but I don't. I guess I, I don't think that it's valuable to say, okay, well, I'm just not gonna go there, or I'm not gonna engage, I'm not gonna read tweets, or I'm not gonna read articles I mean, about tweets, because otherwise you do cut yourself out of right. the place where
1: people are tight saying things. People are saying things. Yeah. I mean, I, I there are people who've done it successfully. Like Elisa Childers is not on Twitter anymore. I think. Yeah, and, and she's done that. Successfully and probably leading a less stressful life. Yeah, just not listening to because because really it's the most the most crazy things are said on Twitter. I mean, they're, they're, and I, I feel like it's even if I don't even if I don't engage, which I do, even if I, I don't engage, I think it's important for people who are pastors or who are, who are Christian leaders to be on there to see what people are saying at least.
0: Yeah, because
1: the crazy stuff has a way of filtering down to the street. Yeah, right? so the reason why you had. I mean, a million, millions and millions and millions of Americans rushing to the polls because Ruby Wade, because the murder of babies was, in one sense, limited, was because elite ideas had filtered down into the popular elite ideas about what a human being is that were like being circulating in the 1920s, have and now made it found it its, to found their way down to the people, and um, and, the, and the reason why I think I write I saw a chart yesterday um, that compared opinions about homosexuality in 1996 to today. And in 1996, like 5%, 10% of the people of the United States thought um, it was fine, transing was fine, all that. Now 75%. So that's that's because conversations are going on that are filtering down and becoming part of the common way of looking at the world.
0: What's interesting is though that it's a sudden, like it feels really sudden.
1: That's a dramatic it, shift in a short. It's not of time.
0: like it's not that dramatic though. When you think that the spiritual core of people's lives dissipated and was eaten away and yeah. destroyed, so That's true. then it's easy for you to suddenly change your mind and like everybody to do that at the same time. So the right. dramatic shift. Right, you see it in a moment in time, but really, it was it was a long time coming.
1: It's like a it's like a yeah. You know, if you, you don't notice from the outside, if you're looking at your house, you don't notice the termites are yeah destroying the whole thing. But then suddenly, after they've eaten it away, if the, a strong wind blows, your house collapses. Right, or collapses. there's a big rain. Yeah, that's and that's what, what yeah that's hmm. what
0: happened. Now. Like right. I know that from in a real way.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's, termites tick. Well, hosts? it
0: was part of, I mean, this, like, the erosion, and yeah, there were termites. And
1: so she, this, and this, this, was, this was your first mud house. Yeah. in when you were a little girl. Yeah. I was very little. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then we built a better house after that, <clears throat> which you have to keep changing the thatch all the time. You have to beat back the, the termites all the time. Otherwise, you don't have a house. Whereas I do think most people, I think that's the, the The thing that I learned in 2022 was that most people and I think my me included have taken for granted enlightenment enlightenment principles mm. as if they were from God and they were good and that those principles themselves were not actually eating away the the tree or the house yeah. they weren't It they weren't themselves corrosively destroying the house and that all of the benefits of the enlightenment that we have enjoyed were not because of the enlightenment but because of the assumptions of all time before that and now those assumptions have disappeared and so there's nothing left and it, it is the cold it's a spiritual dark winter which we've been promised and um it so is like basically
1: the, the only reason our system of government has worked in the past is, is because we had a shared culture and a shared yeah. sense of what's right and what's wrong. but now that's gone and we don't. Our system isn't working anymore. it's a, it's, it's now now you really have a system in which uh, the majority can beat down the weak right, right.
0: Like literally the weak, the weakest And there's
1: no one strong enough to stop it so right. Um,
0: mm. So. That's my personal and my my cosmic all-in-one go. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Was a lot. So I have, yeah, okay, so my second, it's kind of cosmic, but um, it also, it's going to sound, it's going to sound, um, it's going to sound strange, but I'll say it anyway. Um, I think that one of the best things that happened this year was the exposure of, of K.K. Dimey, Cruz um, as a heretic. I thought it was really it was good to have that happen because so many evangelicals
0: really wanted her sway- not to be. Yeah,
1: were swayed by her work, which was which was not a work of history. Before it was before, but a work of ideology, disguised as history. Um, but it was, and, and and slanderous ideology at that. But but they also championed her as this kind of Christian prophet. Prophetess speaking truth to power, kind of, kind of thing. But um, the the, the, the some last I forget when we just maybe it's during the summer. Um, she and Denny Burke got into an exchange in which she would. And it
0: was last. Uh, it was last year. Okay. Twenty, or I mean, the year before. It okay, was we... like December. It was December. 2021, right. but right at the end of the year.
1: They got into an exchange and she would not say, she refused to say that the orthodox position on sexuality is true. She said, I'm still contemplating that. But then um, this was this year. It was last year, 2022. Calvin College yeah. got into a real there's a real controversy with contra- Calvin College because the, the Reformed Church of America uh, passed Came along and affirmed orthodoxy as part of their their core essential doctrine with regard to sexuality. And since Calvin College, where KK DeMay teaches, is is part of the Reformed Church, there was a question: Are we going to force professors to um, to affirm orthodoxy? And then she wrote this article on her Substack in which she came out yeah. and yeah, you know, I'm I if I don't know whether I'm going to quit. I don't know whether will be fired. But then they made a way. To, they found
0: a way out of no they way found a way, her. right?
1: But 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 she the the great thing about that is she was then exposed as as someone who's quote unquote affirming of 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 behaviors that the Bible teaches will lead people to hell. So she's a, now she she's now put the herself faith. out as a heretic and so she's out she's we we don't have to consider her a Christian writer anymore because she's not. She's an apostate. Um, and that's good. It's really good. I know uh, not for, I mean, we pray for her repentance, of course, and her salvation, um, that she'll repent and believe the gospel, but it's good for people to see this because now when lines are clear, people have to make decisions. Mm -hmm. What's, what's not good is increasingly I'm, I'm looking at evangelicals saying things like, Oh, well, this is, this is something that, you know, we can disagree about We have to discern, we can disagree about this and she's still we don't know her heart. She's still a Christian. Well how many times have we clarified this in the show? We don't know her heart. I don't know whether she's ultimately going to be one of God's elect sheep or not. But 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 because she has violated the objective standards of the Christian faith, she's no longer a Christian. So we, in, a, in a visual, in a, in a in the as part of a visible church, she has left it, and what God does with her, I hope, I hope she, I hope she is a lost sheep that Jesus goes out and finds and brings back, um, and that she repents. But at this point, she's not a believer, and everyone needs to see that, uh, and and then you, every Christian needs to make a choice. Do you do you think, do you think that you know Paul and Paul says that that, that homosexual sin. Homosexuality is a sin. Homosexual behaviors a sin, and that those who do it unrepentantly um, cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. He says that First Corinthians chapter six, verse nine. Uh, he also writes in Romans one that um, the desire for sexual relations with another person of the same sex is is one of the chief marks of the fall of falling, falling humanity. Um, so you have to decide whether he's right or wrong. But if you decide he's right. Um, if you decide he's wrong, you're not a Christian. If you, said, if you decide he's right, uh that means that this this issue is not if 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 violating that rule will lead people to hell, that means this issue is not Adi It's not a it's not a it's not something we disagree about. It's a it's a it's an actual it's a red line issue. So um so again, I'm super happy that this is that that's been exposed and that people know, okay, she's a wolf, and and you can you can follow her and be devoured or not. That's up to you, but you know.
0: Yeah, that's really, I mean, it's tragic. It was it bound to happen. And
1: you I, called it, you, you saw yeah. through that when you read her book, you I saw through it
0: 2021
1: and you, and you exposed you. I mean, we, we were, you were very clear about um, her, the trajectory that she was on and the ideas that she was building her her book on, and people were really mad at you for it. It's it, it reminded me of like, remember when Rob Bell had his thing where he said uh, he he wrote his book about universalism and, um,
0: John and Piper. John
1: Piper said uh, farewell, farewell Rob, Rob Bell, Bell on Twitter, and everyone is so mad because because Rob Bell was a figure a little, a little bit like Kristen Dume people loved. They thought he was winsome. They thought he was cool. He was hip. He was getting a lot of readers. People were interested in Christianity again for the first time because people like Rob Bell and how dare you. But no, John Piper had discernment. He saw the truth. And people who didn't have discernment were angry with him. And the same thing is here. You had the discernment to see right through her. And people who don't have discernment were angry with you.
0: Well, I used all the capital that I had which wasn't very much. I used it all and I didn't have any left
1: over when the political capital, you mean? yeah. You mean? I
0: used all my political capital. Well, you, got, I had you any... got
1: canceled by certain by people who had been yeah. your friends before.
0: Well, um, I so I think it was super surprising for the entire world for me of all people to write an article for CBMW
1: <laughs>
0: and um, but I think that yeah, you, you I, I did just the right but thing. I, I really. I I don't want Christians to be slandered. I really don't like that. So and that's I choose. and CBMW, the people in CBMW are Christians. Right, they're faithful Christians. So if you don't like them, whatever, but they are Christian. Mm-hmm. If you think that K Dume is a Christian, then you're you're not you're wrong. Like so. You know, you may not like being with Christians, um, but you should think about that because God doesn't call people that you personally like to be in his kingdom. And they're going to there is actually a wide open space for Christians to disagree on a whole variety of issues that are that are are essential in the sense that they very much shape how you live and what you Uh think and how what you believe and where you worship. But there's a it's possible to know what Christianity is and CBMW yeah. is a Christian organization.
1: But one of but one of the things that's happened over the last two years, three years, is that um the the, the, the woke side of, of things has been trying to recast very basic Christian commitments as as culture war issues, right? So yeah. So the the CBMW, no, it's really a culture war organization because they're arguing for complementarianism. And that's a culture war thing. Uh, the all the fight over homosexuality, that's just culture war. Culture is, war. The culture. War. I mean, and it it is, is a culture a war. war and that, but but, but, but they, it's but not they,
0: waged by.
1: That term was blackened before, yeah. and so by calling it all culture war,
0: you just dis- you, you, you dismiss it. Well, you... at the same
1: time, though, they're pushing. <laughs> leftist politics as if it's the gospel and that's not culture war like in, opposing them is culture war pushing leftist ideology is not culture war that's the gospel so, etc. Yeah.
0: yeah well so i'm i mean if you're really a christian you really can't play that game like yeah you've got to find common cause with people who are actually christian even if they embarrass you and if you're embarrassed by them like that's another thing i think that christians in 2023 need to stop being, I I saw this, I don't know if it was, oh, it's A.D. Robles. (laughs) He's my, he's pretty great on Twitter. He, he made a a video about how you need to have some compassion for the common Christian who doesn't, who's not able to articulate things clearly and who probably eats at Cracker Barrel. Like, there are some nominal and there are certainly badly catechized Christians who are nevertheless Christian who are not up on your supposed culture war issues, right. who don't hold the correct views on a lot of things, according to the elites of the day, they need to be brought, they need to be sought out and brought back in mm-hmm. to the church. They need to be catechized and discipled and, uh, and you shouldn't despise them. Like the, it's the contempt that, I I can't abide. Yeah. I think that contempt has to go away. And it's true. You should have um, no truck with people like Kay to I don't think that she's a person that you should despise. No one should despise no. one else. But you have to say she's not a Christian and at the same time not despise the true sheep and feel feelings of contempt for them because they are they don't they're not the right kind um so
1: well the contempt comes i think from it's 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 an interesting thing and again (laughs) documents going back to his book but he documents how you know the left for the political left um used to be the champion of of the working class, right? The, 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 their focus was on how can we help the worker um, in, increase his standing um, economically in every other way. Uh, but when but when Marxism became wedded with Freud, Freudism and Marcuse came along and says, well, sexuality is the real is real. That's that's where the revolution needs to happen. Because we need to divorce children from their parents because their parents create little conservatives. So we 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 need to harness the sexual energy of children and young adults and use it against the nuclear family and then create little re- revolutionaries who will then free the working classes. Well then the focus shifted from the class issue to the to sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so, who are the ones who oppose the sexual revolution? Well, it's the workers, it's the, it's the blue collar people, it's the people who'd rather have you know again the czar and the and the, the church rather than, uh, than than trans, quote unquote, uh, women, uh, you know, walking into the bathrooms uh, with little girls. So they're the, but they're so that you don't. That's why. That's why. The, that's why the there's contempt on the left for people who are who, who don't buy into their elite theories yeah and then and, and, and it's typically Appalachia yeah <laughs> people the minor minor community in Appalachia I mean
0: I think the way around it for Christians is to to deal with the fact that you're like actually knuckle under and accept that you're going to be hated like mm-hmm. you are not going to be loved by the people that uh, promised to love you you know, if you, as long as you had the right ideas or you agreed with them, they would love you. So, I mean, you have to give that up. And I think that's really hard. I think in a personal way, that's really tough for people who enjoyed uh, a certain cultural acceptance mm-hmm. through the 80s, even though people despised, this, despised evangelicals and the moral majority in the 80s, you know, and there was, it was a joke a lot. Still, the, it was culturally Acceptable, and that it wasn't.
1: I I mean, know, what was but, a, it? Was there a was a period of time world. when focus in the family was not despised. Yeah, there was a time when it was considered legitimate. Yeah, and it still it is still legitimate. But there was a time when, the yeah, wider again, culture. They wide, are
0: Christians there. Yeah, <laughs> <They're> yeah, there.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where people could look at focus, even non Christians were looking at focus in the family for you know family advice, things yeah. like that. You could you, you could see that in the nineties and the eighties. Um, now it's just yeah, just total yeah. content. So.
0: Well, what are your thoughts about the new year? Do you have any resolutions?
1: Um, yeah. One was going to be uh, that I, I need to get back in shape. I'm, 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 I've let my age. I'm 50. Oh, before we move on from this topic, can I say more thing? Okay. Um We're going to be posting today and probably reposting tomorrow just to get the news out. Uh, Wendy Alsup is a person who um, was very enraged by Anne's work on KK Demay. No,
0: it was, well, yeah, my revoice article from 2022. But
1: she was already angry with you because of it. Yeah. Um, And she, uh, when when the Pelican group, which she used to be part of, refused to distance itself from the revoice movement, um, especially after the la- the, the, two, the thousand twenty one conference, mm-hmm. uh, you decided you could no longer be part of the Pelicans, which is, I think was a and uh, um, you, from CRI, which I think was a a, a good and right thing to do, um, and you wrote an article about Revoice, the Revoice twenty one conference, which really revealed how far the movement has gone from Orthodox Christianity, and especially with regard to their keynote speaker, Misty Irons, uh, who we've talked about before. And uh, I encourage you all to go read the article. It's a really good article exposing um, a dramatic shift in in the way Revoice was dealing with issues. And then 2022... 11,000 words. 11,000 words, lots of footnotes. It's a really good article. Um, And then 2022, the Revoice... Conference, I think, just affirmed or confirmed that you were right in everything you wrote, because there the was what was there were hints at and um, certain things peeking through the fog in Revoice Twenty One with regard to their embrace of trans theory became full blown into two thousand twenty two. They're just a full on embrace of of queer gender categories, or queer theory, gender categories. Um, which is which are not Christian categories. So, um, anyway, you wrote this article; it was really good. She, Wendy Alsip, wrote a response.
0: It's CRJ. It's CR hosted.
1: the Christian Research Journal
0: at the bottom of and, my article. It's not like if you search for it, you have to go
1: to her article to
0: my original article and scroll all the way down to see Wendy Alsip's response, and then to see. CRJ's response to Wendy.
1: Right, because so Wendy also accused you of lying and misrepresenting the conference and of uh, being just a, a mean mean person about it. Um, so sarcastic. Yeah. She, she was really heart, upset about your tone, but your tone was not at all what she said it was. I know I'm, my tone gets out of control sometimes, but your tone was clearly but, fine.
0: So I asked a series of questions which Wendy took as rhetorical questions Mm -hmm. and I wasn't actually asking rhetorical questions. I really would like revoice to answer the questions Mm -hmm. that I asked because I think if they did, I think they're, they're trying to have things both ways and they should have to answer, they should answer those questions. They're not rhetorical. Right. And so, and I think by having Missy Irons in particular as their, their keynote both years it you know the way that she approaches the issue she says one thing to one group of people and then says other things to other groups of people and so you know maybe she's confused maybe uh you know maybe she hasn't made up her mind i think that those questions should be answered and i really i i'm not it's not a matter of sarcasm um I'm, I I was deeply grieved to watch Revoice. I watched it over and over again in 2021 carefully and so yeah, I I I enjoyed being in the pelicans too. It was it was grievous to get out, but I I do think that the reason that the pelican group came together initially was um for uh, A really good reason which was to have an
1: orthodox female voice inside of evangelicalism
0: and then it wasn't able to do that so that's
1: well i think this is this is 2016 i think when it formed right and then and that was kind of before the wave of
0: well that was an interesting year to have think to kick off right
1: right i mean then the wave of wokeism yeah pushed through and the pelicans seem to have gone with that wave and you haven't and so there's increasing distance um, between you guys, the so anyway, you uh, CRJ, the Christian Research Journal, responded to Wendy's criticisms, and I think a, a short but effective response, really good response. So we're going to link that, and you'll be able to read both her, her, Anne's article, original article, Wendy's full response, and then. The CRJ's response to Wendy's response. And it's important they put that out because earlier, two two months ago, a few months ago, Wendy also posted on Facebook or Twitter that the Christian Research Journal was ignoring her critique and refused to publish it. And so she put it up on 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 her own Twitter right. on Twitter. And it wasn't the CRJ was refusing to do it at all. It was just that I, there's several things happened in the background that were making it difficult for yeah. them to get anything out. So, so we've had several writing. Assignments that sort of had to push back in time just because there's some internal things not bad, not dysfunctional, just delays going on.
0: Yeah,
1: um, so it had nothing to do with not wanting to p- publish uh Wendy Allsip's critique, it was just yeah, timing. So it's out now, and um, I'm sure she'll have a response to it, but it's out. Oh, okay, so. so I was gonna say, well, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I was gonna get in shape because I've gained, oh, yeah, I've, yeah uh, so. I think we talked about this, but in Spain and in Portugal, I've discovered that I could eat bread because the bread's made differently there or yeah, something. Yeah,
0: it's different. It's and so
1: totally different. I ate bread every day. I was so happy. I and did I thought, too. And
0: I, I came back not fatter at all. No,
1: I didn't. I, I, I lost weight there. Yeah. I didn't even exercise. We walked around a lot of places. but I didn't So anyway, so I said, I'll give it a try here in America. See how it works. I'll go back to eating some carbs. And I did. And it was the stupidest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Because it...
0: I mean, no, I'm not saying that. I didn't notice that you No, but I've
1: gained, I think since... I've gained about 10, 15, almost 15 pounds. So I've got to lose that. Um, which means I've got to go back on a strict low-carb diet. Sorry. And probably eat less. Oh,
0: man. Yeah. I I also would like to... Uh, in in two years, I I have gained 10 pounds. And I would like to have them go away. Okay. Yeah, it's really much harder for me now than it was two years ago. Yeah,
1: because you're older. I'm older. It's just harder to get the energy to do the. Well, no,
0: I'm working really hard, but it doesn't accomplish anything. So Hmm. I am more fit because I have. I'm like doing a lot more. Yeah, I'm more. But the sad thing about that is that I have, I have a nice layer of fat over my new (laughs) muscles. It just the muscles just push the fat out farther so that you yeah you have like
1: you have a, a, it's nice a like cushion.
0: it's like what is that great meme like don't deny you worry lassie i'll <laughs> <her>. eat this <laughs> eat this bowl of porridge as the <laughs> long winter comes i you won't ever gain you won't ever no, lose it because like it. It was,
1: it was like, this person was, was was posting about how hard it is for her to lose weight and she said that like Every time she exercises,
0: her body's like
1: body is like, don't, don't, don't you worry, you <laughs> ass. Uh,
0: when the Vikings come.
1: Because it thinks of her as a, like a English peasant being chased by the Vikings. <laughs> or a Scottish peasant being chased by the English. Yeah,
0: the English whatever. Don't worry,
1: I'll, you won't lose a pound. <laughs> I'll keep you nice I've and plump. Nice and plump. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So our, right, it is true. Like once you pass 45, for me, it was 50. 50 was a huge... My body totally shifted. My my metabolism slowed down a lot, and my metabolism was already slow, so it's like super hard to.
0: I I'm only forty six, but the reason my metabolism is radically different than it was two years ago is because in two years for COVID, I went all the way through and past menopause <laughs> huh. very unexpectedly. Yeah, you this is a young. So I went from like being a regular person to being a you yeah. know. another kind of person
1: and many 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 things have changed in our lives since that happened so wow that was a big change yeah
0: we have two children in college like all of the things that you would not want to happen
1: at the same time at the the same
0: time as that all happened together so that was super fun but my resolution for 2023 is to uh, well I don't usually make resolutions Um, so I'm not going to try to be a better person. I just have a series of goals, but you know, things I want to do, but in my new found kind of life, I think I'm going to try to, uh, do less (laughs) and feel, uh, not feel bad about it. So I was reading a long tweet thread. This has gone on way long enough, so. this will be our last thing. I was reading a long tweet thread of somebody said, I'm about to turn 40 tomorrow. Any thoughts about turning 40? It was a young, a woman, a young woman. And there were a lot of women posting on this thread saying, my forties were so great. I really found my voice. I really came into my own. I stopped caring. It was Mm -hmm. all like sort of cougar, you know, this is, I'm going to become, I'm roar, woman roar, whatever. (laughs) And I did not comment, but I have found so far my 40s to be extremely disorienting and, and unpleasant. And the, the thing that's pulled me through is the continual contemplation of death that I can know that this is not going to last that long. So I'm not looking to find my voice in 40, 20, in my 40s. I just want to survive and then, you know, go to heaven at the end. That's literally my only goal life goals my life goal so anyway thank you so much for listening for the last year and uh for you know commenting when we don't post and we will probably be back next week because i i think we're gonna try to make this a oh. usual thing
1: can i say one thing too i'm sorry sure I, I uh, going back to our other conversation, in the response the CRJ, actually I said this, before, the, the Christian Research Journal put to Wendy also's piece, they took my article on why homosexuality, the homosexual, the pro-LGBTQ position is heresy, even though some people who promote it believe Jesus died on the cross for their sins.
0: He rose from the dead.
1: He rose from the dead, all the creedal stuff, and they trust in, they, they say they trust in Jesus. Um this article explains why that's not the case. And while no, nobody who, who takes the affirming position can actually be a Christian, um, and why it sets someone outside the pale of orthodoxy that was behind the paywall, or actually it was behind a, it was, it wasn't, it a print article and it wasn't yeah. even going to be published for another 10 months. And now it's fully, it's out there for free and you can read it. And it's linked in the Christian research journal article. I'm going to be putting that out too. So,
0: so this is a great year for you starting off i was
1: super happy it was out because i mean this i think of all the articles i've written this one and the one on on uh critical theory have been the ones i've been most happy about so
0: congratulations yeah happy new year thanks for listening and we'll probably be back next week